What is up and welcome in to the EZ Smoke and the GM Podcast. It's been a long time. <laughs> we are glad to be back. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's our NFL Draft Analyst. You can catch all his work at NBC Sports Chicago. He's our GM, Glenn Morgan. And usually we we uh, the order switch, but we're gonna we're gonna switch it up today. <laughs> he's a Chicago public league legend. He's a Simeon legend as a player. He played second base there. He went on to Grambling State and became a legend there. He was all swack at Grambling. He is Brandon Williams, aka Coach Smoke, and he is now the head baseball coach at Simeon High School. It's his alma mater. He's going back home. Man, we're so proud of you. Congratulations. How does it feel to be the head coach, man? Man, it's it's like a dream come true, man. It's it's, it's surreal. Like when it happened, when it was announced, it was like the love that was that was just shared. It was just it was overwhelming, man. It was it was crazy. Um just a little quick story on how it came about. So my my best friend, who was also a Simeon alum, he's the assistant coach at Kenwood. Um, and when the job came open, he went. He was, you know, the top pick, you know, that everyone looked at. And I had been saying, you know, for me to get into high school baseball, I got to make sense. Like it got to make sense. Like I'm I'm not really. I'm good at the youth level. I'm I, I like it there, <laughs> you know. So I'm good. But I've always told him. Wherever he go, if he become a head coach, I'm going to be with him. And so when it was looking like he was going back to Simeon, I was amped because me and him was talking every day, trying to figure it out, you know, how can we make this happen? And just things didn't work out as far as work schedules go to fulfill that obligation. So we both was like, you know, it's just not the right time. And then like a month or so goes by, and the job is still available. And you know, my wife was just like, you know, man, I, I saw the excitement in you when you had the potential of going back and coaching at Simeon. One of my boys mentioned it to me, like, why don't you just go for the head coaching job? And like I said, with her saying what she said, that gave me the confidence that, you know what, the time is now. And so I put in for it, end up getting it, and – and it's it's a crazy feeling right now. It's, I'm I'm still riding on the high right now. That you know, it's like this is really happening. Like you know, I'm coaching my alma mater. I take pride in that. You know, so can't wait to get going. You know, gotta dethrone your your Broncos. You know, it, it, it's you know, but but slow hey, down, slow down, I'm, slow down. I'm, re- I'm ready for the task at hand. <laughs> That's outstanding, man. That's how I said. And like, man, I, I know dream come true there. I know all of us former uh, former high school athletes. I think that's that's a dream that a lot of us have to to go back, not only just to coach at the high school level and and, and to give back, but to coach where you came from. Yeah. To coach to coach your alma mater. Uh, so that that's God, man. That's 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 a blessing, man. And uh, I just wish you the the. Uh, best of luck going there, obviously, except for when you played my Broncos. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's man, that's that's outstanding. You had you had a great program. Um, yeah, you know, it. 
Simeon is is the city powerhouse when it comes to you know basically all sports, man. When football, you know, obviously basketball, you know, the the deep tradition there, and baseball. Um, I mean, dating back, I know going back to when I was in high school, thirty plus years ago, Simeon was always you know you know tops on the map. So that man, just a, just an outstanding opportunity for you. So proud of you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. About time, man. No, <laughs> hey, that's what a lot of people say. That's what a lot of people saying, man. No, nah, dude, that's awesome, man. That's that's good stuff, dude. It's got to feel even more special when it's your alma mater, you know. Um, uh, you know, I got to live vicariously through you, <laughs> you know. But but you know, definitely happy for you, happy man, and. Uh, you know, hey, you know, uh, I like to think that we can get a couple of interviews with the head coach of uh, Simeon Baseball <laughs> without too much of a problem. That should, and, shouldn't uh, be shouldn't be too much of an issue. Shouldn't, shouldn't be too much of an issue. Shouldn't be too much. Know? I just changed my hat. You know, I just changed my hat from from co-host to interviewee. You know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, man, you know, I I could, you know, we should probably come out to a couple of games too, man. You know, it's easy smoking the gym, making an appearance out there. I mean, yeah, Kenwood, you know, that's perfect. That was the perfect nice game. One. Yeah, I, don't, I come, not... don't come this first year though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think Ez is definitely coming the first year. <laughs> he's, he's oh, man, sure he's man, we, we will be, we will be repping, but no, but that's that's yes, that's, that is outstanding, man. Outstanding news. So let's uh let's stick with the baseball theme here. <laughs> you know, we have, man, it's been it's been a while since we've actually talked some baseball. Man, so, um, man really haven't had a reason to. Yeah, haven't right. yeah, yeah, you know. And then last night that reason popped up. And uh speaking of pop, who he got popped. <laughs> My man TA, man, Tim Tim oh. Dog, man. <laughs> A7. Um T-A stands for Take Advil. Hey, you got to – I give him credit, all right? You know, he 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 didn't do what, what most uh, uh, professional athletes do when it, when it comes to right. – uh, He threw punches. Uh, yeah, yeah, to, to having a scuffle. You wait for your guys to come, and then you start jawing. No, he, he put right. his dukes up. Yeah. Said, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Dude. In, in true Southside fashion. Did it stopped after that. That's the end, right, man? Just, just left that, left that left down a little too low, too long, too long, and you know, to us. I mean, uh, Ramirez, Jose Ramirez. You know, I don't think he meant to to land that punch. No, he got he left. literally he put yeah yeah put his head down he and just his started, head down. started swinging. Yeah, he felt like Joe Frazier, just all head all head into your chest and just swing. And man. <laughs> Just caught him, caught him right in the right spot in the job, man, and laid him out, man. First round knockout, oh. Jose Ramirez. Glass jaw Jones. My oh. question, though, is with that whole situation, what I know that they, you know, they talk about going back to the day before, but yeah, what did Tim do wrong at that at that situation just to just to spark I, that? I still don't know. Like, okay, like I heard the day before stuff. As being a factor, but I'm like, he didn't put down a hard tag. No, you slid through him. It wasn't like he was blocking the bag. He left you room to get to the bag. You went through his legs. It wasn't like he had his legs closed. You slid your head into his knee, concussed or anything. Like, I'm like, I didn't see what I didn't see it. So, so I'm guessing the day before was the, the biggest factor. 
it looked like his maybe his forehead hit the glove a little bit on Tim's tag. But I'm like, dude, that, you, you, know, slid, that, you, you slid, slid head first, yeah. right? You slid into it. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like he stopped with the glove where your head was. It was just like you know it, your head kind of went past it through it, and he kept the tag on his waist or you know the back end of his waist maybe a little bit longer but you're supposed to do that just to make mm-hmm. sure because if you slid over it then you out yeah and then, and then review and then, those things he did, he, right right and he didn't even scotty pippin you like you did over you and he didn't even walk over your head when you nuts to dangling he, he stepped over you it was like you know what he, he could have backed up like like you said and done mm-hmm. that no he just he just did a step over you know, I, I I didn't say now. I think it was something more than even the the tag from the day before, from Friday night. Um, there was a, there was a tag on um, was it Arias? Forget who it was. And he like pushed him. Off he the pushed bag. him. Yeah, he, he he when he when he made the swipe, he pushed his hand off the bag, and and he got called out. So yeah, I know they they were a little mad about that. I think this right. goes back even further. I remember. So I remember. Uh, remember when the White Sox won the division in 2021? No, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, Ta hit a hit a big homer in that in the clinching game. Okay, and uh, you know, did the whole dramatic pause and you know that was walked to first and you know talked some mad shit. That was his okay. time when he was trying For to that. bring the fun. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that has a little something to do with it because he because uh, uh, Ramirez said in the, in the post game comments he said uh, he says he's been disrespectful for a long time. So oh, it wasn't okay. it wasn't just wasn't just, just Friday tag. night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think this is this is something that has built up, and uh, and finally, yeah, I think Jose Ramirez had enough. And, I guess. and he did the thing you don't you don't put your hand you put put your finger right. in somebody's right. face you don't do that. And, uh, oh, yes! Watch, watch yourself, Ed. Well, hey, hey! He put up, man. He just got to, man. He got to keep that guard up, man. Yeah. Come on, come on, TA. Got to, got to keep that guard. And then you know what? I'm sick and tired. And I, I, I know it's funny. It was, it was funny. <laughs> What's that? I'm tired of all the memes now, man. It's, it's only been 24 hours, man. <laughs> they just, they coming at him too much. Hey, man. man. Look, look. I mean, we just saw what was a week before. Errol Spence was the meme, you know. Nah, that's <laughs> TA, you know. They calling him TA Earl Anderson. Oh man. <laughs> I, I saw the uh there's one out there with uh with the Jordan face on him. <laughs> Falling. Man, it, what 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 makes it what what hurts about it? And of course, everyone knows I'm not a Sox fan, but I am a TA fan. Like I do root do root for the brother. Like yeah. No matter where you are, like I root for the brothers, especially as an infielder. Like you don't see many of us right, in those right. positions. This has been a brutal year for TA, man. Just yeah. brutal. Just, just it's like this is the icing on the cake. Like, dude, just just go on the IL and cut and shut it down for the rest <laughs> of the year. Like, like for real, man. It's just been bad. He hit his first home run of the season, like. Two weeks yeah. ago, a few weeks ago, last, last week, yeah. yeah, like, like what? I couldn't believe that when I found that out. Like, yeah. are we serious here? I go to a Sox game for my mom's birthday, and everybody in the box talking about get rid of Tim. I'm like, I what the what is going on here? 
Get rid of these Hispanics that stay injured. Like, <laughs> but y'all want to get rid of the dude that's what? been holding it down <laughs> year after year after year? All of a sudden, because he's slumping? Man, it's, it's just been a brutal year, fam. Of course, yeah. I'm not even going to speak on Everyone knows the off-the-field stuff that he's been dealing with. Right. You know? I think and, that has a lot to do with it. And that's why I say you can't help but but believe that that's playing a huge factor. Has to be a huge factor, man. Like it, it's just I feel for him. Feel and he's him. actually been playing relatively well, hitting well, pretty much since All Star break. I think at one point, not too long after All Star break, he was hitting like three fifty something. You know, now the average only moved about two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but he was hitting. You know, hitting. You know. Opposite field and up the middle, like you know, like he usually has, and you could tell, like, okay, I'm figuring maybe his personal stuff is starting to, you know, resolve itself a little bit or come to some kind of stability or whatever, and he can kind of get back to baseball. But you know, when we look back on his history as a White Sox player, you know, he when he first came up, he was struggling, if I remember correctly. Like if one of his good friends or best friend had passed away, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 it was like. It it was hard for him a good almost like a year season season and a half it seemed like to really kind of get past that but once he had and was able and he admittedly so said that it was affecting him it seemed like once he was able to come to some kind of um, resolution with it internally speaking or whatever and he started playing it's like oh snap like this dude can play for real like he was you know he had a good two two and a half year stretch he was an all star you know what I'm saying. He was hitting game-winning home runs, you know, that Iowa. I'll never forget that, you know, not picking on your Yankees, but yeah. that was a hell of a game, you know, the, yes. that first one the played out in the field. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, dude, I'm like, man, let's go, <laughs> you know. Like one of the most memorable moments in baseball Yeah, for a long time. Right, right, right. Something that was just a baseball moment, you know. Yeah. If you're a baseball fan, you can just you can get with it regardless of who you're rooting for. But but yeah, man. So I, I'll like to say that I, I think he's a player who, when things are in conflict with him outside of baseball, it it shows itself. Like some some athletes, they take take refuge in between the lines. Often we heard Kobe say the same thing, you know, back when he was going through his his tumultuous situation off the court. You know, and with his marriage being on the line and everything, and he's about to, you know, just kill a fool. He became even more of an assassin, you know, on on the basketball court. And Brett Favre, like when his dad had passed, you know, he was dealing with that Monday night football game. He balled out. Like some cats, you know, they find a refuge on the field and they can just focus. I think with Tim, his mind is just he's like he's there, his body's there, but his mind's on the other side of town. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so hopefully. <laughs> You know, this could just be this this just jaw glass jaw situation can, oh, can just be can just be what? like the, 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 the get all his bad stuff in this year, and so he can just be past that next year, come back renewed. They had they had him in the Mike Tyson punch out game mm-hmm. as as glass Tim. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to see that anymore. Oh, I don't want to see it anymore. Oh, but that, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. Of. I didn't see that name, but that's exactly. I'm thinking like Glass John Joe. I could remember that dude's name. <laughs> the internet is so mean, man. man. I'm tired of it. We don't. We don't. We don't want to see that anymore. All right. We don't want to see. Did you see the one Marge Simpson uh, uh, draws back to knock him out? I say that one. Oh man, I don't want to see that anymore. What's I don't want to see it anymore. Samuel Jackson's character, Mr. Glass. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Not oh, cool, man. people. Not cool. But funny. Yeah, I'm gonna laugh. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. They, they're not gonna <laughs> stop. Unfortunately, I this is I think that's gonna be um the memory that we have of, of this man of this team, man. I mean, this is a you know, yeah, going back got, to yeah. Going back to the re the start of the rebuild, you know, this was supposed to be a we were supposed to be in a championship window right now. Yeah. You know, we would we were told that in 2019. And, and it looked uh, that way. Yeah, yeah. And then the last the last two seasons, and part of the reason why we haven't really talked about them is because it just, just hasn't been nothing to talk about because they they've been playing just just piss poor baseball the last the last, you know, two plus seasons. And uh yeah, this, North is, gonna, this yeah. is gonna this is gonna be the memory. Yeah, on I, top I, of that, I, I I hate to say, it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> this ain't like yeah. Batista and uh the guy I can't remember his name. Oh, Odor, 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 yeah, Odor. Yeah. This ain't Ooh. like that. Where they were both, they were both contending teams, right? And Batista got the last lap. When he walked them off in the playoffs, right, right in the right. wild card game, bat flips were starting after that. Yeah, that was the last. That was the last <laughs> live. Like, I don't see where Tim can redeem himself. Like, not this year. Like not that. yeah. <laughs> well, well, he can't. They played the last last game that they're going to face each other this year was to, was today. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. Next he year, man. He, yeah, yeah. Next year. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> how this? How 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 the mighty have fallen, man? How well, you never know, fallen. man. Baseball is a funny. I mean, all sports, you know, from year to year can be different. And baseball, we've seen worst to first type situations before. You know, um, there's still talent. It's extremely talented. That's part of the problem. It's an extremely talented team, but are are they? Uh, they are talented. They just don't play well. They don't play fundamentally efficient baseball. You know, you get bases loaded and you can't drive somebody home, and you got the middle of your order. That's a problem. I mean, somebody should at least be, you know, at, at worst, I want to see, you know, a fly ball to right field or, or deep center so somebody can come home or at least a, a ground ball, you know, to the left, uh, some, some, something, you know, on the crack of the bat, it's on the ground, at least a run scores. And that's happened a lot. It's not like it's just a one-time kind of deal. And then, you know, base running at times has been an issue and, obviously the health but then it's just it's their whole approach at the plate it's like dude like what do you take up like it wasn't too long ago and again this is just an example of the season because it's happened a lot i think the closer came in and pitched like four pitches and had two outs <laughs> it's like dude like you're, you're only down by a run or two take a pitch take two take you know make that dude work like you like you you letting that cat off the hook too much and they do that a lot. They, you know, they 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 don't take pitches they're supposed to. You know, they don't work the count. They don't. I, it's like, what is your approach at the plate? And I don't know how much this manager has messed them up, or added to more, you know, inefficiency. But yeah, something. It's just it's all wicky wacky, man. But it, it just still feels like the right. If they could just figure it out, just they can put the puzzle pieces at the right place at the right time instead of trying to force fit it. It might work, but you know maybe that's just the Sox fan and me hoping for the best. His uh, Pedro Grafol, his his introductory press conference, the 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 big thing that he talked about was holding everyone accountable, right? Sounded nice. And we're gonna and we and we're gonna kick everybody's butt, and we're gonna you know you know 
play fundamental baseball and you know every everybody's gonna be on board and it's been totally the opposite since he's since he's taken over now you can't you can't blame everything on the manager obviously but uh he hasn't lived up to to the hype that he built you know back no. back when he got hired so yeah I don't this this team I don't know man I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what else they can do going forward here unless you you know continue to blow it up and, and start over yeah That's, but how, how long is that gonna take I mean yeah. you know and, and then on top of that the north siders are doing well that that just hurts even more. and I still I saw the Bellinger who wasn't on a team until this year uh, I guess who, Patrick. Who are, with, uh, yeah, I don't. Who dude, are these guys? Who are exactly? I'm like, dude, I have no <laughs> idea who these guys are. I think Patrick Wisdom's still on the team. I remember hearing that guy's name. I think it's Ian Happ's still on the Ian team. Ian is still him. there. No, Ian Happ. Okay, still there. there you go. I mean, the yeah, fact that Ian Happ is, it, but they brought yeah. in Bellinger and they brought in Swanson. Yeah, Dan right. Swanson. Two guys right. with World Series pedigree, though. And uh, Nick, right. Nico Horner's playing some good baseball. Uh, okay, right now, I guess. But, yeah, who What's are who right? are those guys? White Sox ain't got good for, no. Good for them though. Good for them. Yeah, no, I guess. No real serious pedigree in, in the locker room. Yeah, no pedigree. No. Yeah, none. And you know, it don't help that you know you get into a fight, and not only does TA get knocked knocked out, but huh. uh, Eloy gets hurt in the process. No, he didn't get. Oh hurt. wow, he, 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 he did? did. Somebody stepped on his foot, and he was stop wow. limping around, he, limping around. I no. continued to play. Stop. He continued to play, and I don't think he missed any time. Stop! Yeah, Stop. you you, on, you didn't man. see that? No, I didn't see that. I yeah. didn't. I didn't yeah, go go back, Stop. and you see him limping <laughs> around during the fight. Like, come on, man! How you how you get fight? You he can't go out into the field. Every time he goes in the field, he gets hurt. <laughs> I, he probably get hurt on his day off, like like from Friday. <laughs> it's like, do you get hurt on your day off? That's tough, <laughs> man. So yeah, and smoke. I'm sorry, man. I I just got to mention, man. Yeah, we struggle. We, we both we both are having bad yeah. years. The Yankees are in last place right now. That that wasn't expected. But they still well, five hundred though, right? And we're still but if they, we were in you all's they division. Are, they are in a winning. great division. Yeah, that's just crazy. That is. That's with some yeah. bug crap. If we was in the central, <laughs> we'd be winning the division. Going away. Last place. That's crazy. I, I've man. never seen that in baseball with that many uh, teams. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like a, that's a good said, be... worst of first. The Orioles is the in Orioles, first place. yeah, yeah, right. You know the Orioles, man. I remember they they came here to play the White Sox last season, and I think they they swept they beat up us. on us. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was like, man, that team that team was gonna be serious, you know, very shortly, and they and they've they've started to figure it out here. Is Buck, is Buck the uh, manager? Show I don't. Up? No, he's in he's in New no. York, right? I don't think he's, he's the, the Mets. manager. He's the Mets manager. No, he's not they... the Mets manager. I, I want to say I, I, I want to say I thought I saw something we said with Buck. Oh, Buck was like he was back in town. Like he was back. I don't think he's managing the Orioles, but yeah, I don't know if the, the I don't know if the Mets played the Orioles recently. Oh uh, no, he is the. Uh, he's the Mets. Yeah, I seen him with the Mets. He's yeah, the Mets. he's the yeah. Mets. Yeah. Yeah, because so I, th- I think yeah, the Orioles and the Mets played each other recently or something, and they were like Bucks back in town or something like that. Right, right. But Man, I was uh, about to give Buck credit. Look, he sucked just like the rest of them because the Mets have made the major disappointment. <laughs> that's too. another disappointment. Yeah, nah, they had to a, sell off. 
Right. They were, they, didn't they? They're the highest. They were the highest salary. payroll, right? Yeah. They're yeah. paying over 150 million to guys that is no longer on the roster. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And they, they ended up. They had to. They traded Scherzer to Texas. They Texas. traded uh, uh, Verlander back, back to, to Houston. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy year. Uh, San Diego has has been disappointing, but they still they still got a shot though. That's the um, but still they they spent they spent you know close That's to three hundred million dollars. They've been year. doing that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that's baseball. You know, yeah. maybe we should maybe we should be like the A's and just don't have no talent. Just play Triple A team. <laughs> why why <laughs> why even bother? It's crazy. It's like the A's. Doesn't matter. A's like what nine World Series rings? That's something like that. I think the A's as an organization have eight or nine World Series rings, championships. But they, have, you know but they I mean? haven't. They haven't won since uh, in the modern era. Since the yeah, since Moneyball. Especially since the Moneyball era. Yeah. Yeah, but they have nine. <laughs> I mean, the Cubs and the Sox. The Cubs and the Sox combined only have six. They won. They won three of those with. Uh, with Reggie Jackson in them. Yeah, back in the Raleigh 70s. Fingers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. back in the 70s, and they won again with Catfish Tony, Hunter. Tony LaRusso and those guys. They won one. Well, they went to three at least. They, they did won go, one, yeah, they but did, they, they did to, go to three, three straight, I think. Three in a row, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, didn't they win two? They beat the Giants. No, they lost to the Giants. They lost to the Giants? No, no, they beat the Giants. They right. beat the Giants. They beat the Giants, but they lost, lost to the, the Dodgers, Dodgers and they lost to the Reds. Lost to the Reds, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, but I, still, I mean, combined, they have more than the Cubs and Sox combined. Cubs and Sox combined only have six. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right if you had that many championships. You, I think they might have the second, no, the third most no, champion. The third, Cardinals third, got six. Cardinals have eleven, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I think the A's are like third or fourth most in all of baseball. Damn. Yeah, because the Yankees are ridiculous. The Yankees but got like 26, so 27. When, 20, 27. No. 27, yeah. That's, that's when, when, did, when did the A's win all those? They got nine. Yeah. They, so, uh, so they got three 60s? in the 70s. They um, probably in the probably going back to 40s. They were the Philadelphia A's, I bet. Because won a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Three or but, four back then, I think. But yeah, soon soon to be uh, uh Las, Las Vegas, Vegas A's. But uh just just shred Oakland to pieces. There's nothing left in Oakland. So nothing sad. left. So sad. <laughs> it's just, it's just nothing just shred it to pieces. Nothing left in Oaktown. Yeah, Lee. Even the singing watch, group's gone. Watch the segue. Speaking of the Bay Area, college <laughs> realignment. So uh Ooh. Everybody, everybody decided to to get the hell out of the Pac-12. Man, the, the, the Pac what? The Pac what? <laughs> the Pac. They're, they're packing. The Pac. The packing twelve. Oh shoot! Packing right. twelve. The Pac-12. So, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah decided to uh, pack up join, and go to the Big Twelve. Join Oregon, Colorado. Yeah, join Colorado. Colorado. Oregon mm-hmm. and uh, and Washington go to the Big Ten, so the Big Ten is now up to eighteen teams. Joining USC and UCLA, right? It was already right. legal, and so now the the once mighty Pac twelve, yeah. is now down to four. So what what do they do? Crazy, and I'm well, surprised. Four is that? 
Uh, Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, State, and Washington State. Yep. So that's your that's your Pacific Athletic Conference now. <laughs> Going to twenty twenty four. Can't even put a number on it now. I'm surprised though, considering that Cal and Stanford are Bay Area teams, one of the largest television markets, which that's what all this is about. You know, mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Why the Big Ten or the Big Twelve haven't gone after them? Well, it's. Think they sell? Uh, it, it's yeah, they're in that market. But like what Brandon just said, how Stanford maybe a bit more of a cow. It's it's not no Brandon. It's not it's not. It doesn't you know. No one's like going ooh cow. Let's let's you on the west left left coast. It, it doesn't really resonate across the country. Well, Stanford well, yeah, has a little more play. But you're trying to put your you're trying to put your conference's you get, network into you get, that market though. You got LA. You got LA, you know. I mean, for the Big Ten, you got LA. You got both LA schools. You know, you mean you got LA, Chicago, and New York. I mean, and you got the San Big Francisco Three. San Francisco is six, though. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying you got LA. You you don't necessarily need to have to have them. The other thing, USC and UCLA bring more cachet athletically and historically yeah. athletically to your conference. On no, not just brand itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not and not just football, but also basketball, track baseball, you know, so on and so forth. Like he said, now Stanford, if you I mean, truth be told, I mean, Stanford is one of the best all around universities yeah. academically and uh, athletically. And, athletic. mm-hmm. and, and, and not just football, but, you know, they compete football, basketball, baseball, golf, tennis, you know, you name it. Women's, women's they're, basketball. They're, women's basketball. Yeah, definitely women's basketball. Um, you name it, you know, they're when it's golf and, and it's golf. I mean, they're 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 you know, creme de la creme in a lot of ways. So I think Stanford is still the, the one jewel, so to speak, that's out there. And I could see maybe Stanford coming to the Big Ten if they get Notre Dame. Uh, and that'd be your 20, your 20 teams. I think the Big mm-hmm. Ten eventually is going to settle down with 20. I don't know how soon. Um, but, you know, I don't know when NBC's contract is done with with a uh, Notre Dame, but that might be. And see, here's the thing: Stanford is 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 still so good uh, institution and and what have you that they could remain independent for a while and be okay. Uh, just like BYU was an independent for a while and could still kind of survive off its you know history, so to speak. And Notre Dame's been an independent for a long time. Stanford can be an independent, and for they can what? still maintain. Well, I mean, as far as scheduling, I mean, we're talking if we're talking just purely, you know, but that's just football, though. No, because Notre Dame is in the ACC, everything else. True, true, but I'm just saying that Stanford, like Notre Dame, was prior to everything else being ACC for a long time. Notre Dame was at independent, even before the ACC was trying to, you know, expand a little bit. Notre Dame, Big East before that. Who Notre Dame? Yeah. No. As far as the other sports. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, the, the, other sports, sports. Uh, the other sports were. Yeah. But again, when you think Notre Dame, are you thinking other sports or are you thinking football? Mm-hmm. You're, thinking fo- you're thinking football. <laughs> football is the, the vehicle, athletically, collegiately speaking, um, that drives almost everyone's program. You know, you maybe Duke, maybe Kansas maybe another basketball heavy school might be the one, but for the most part, I bet even Duke football still drives a lot of the revenue uh, 
for the other or for the other uh, sport on on campus, and, and football is that that beast that you know that feeds everybody. So Stanford can stand on its own for a while um, until contractually, maybe Notre Dame's con- contract is ended the, with NBC, and the they contract decide, ends in twenty twenty four after the twenty twenty four season for Notre Dame. For Notre Dame, yeah. Then I would say Stanford and Notre Dame. I'm looking ahead might become the, the 20th, the 19th and 20th team to join the big 10. And that would make the big 10 media wise. I mean, already media wise, they're the premier conference, um, but athletically and media wise, they, they strong, they stand in strong opposition to the sec. Um, the sec has got all the, a good number of the other secondary markets and the big 12 is the preeminent basketball conference now. And they have the tertiary markets cause they got Houston, they got Dallas, um, they got Denver, you know what I'm saying? They got some of the, they got Phoenix, they got some of the other, you know, tertiary markets. You look at the SEC, you know, Miami, they've got Nashville and New Orleans. Uh, they've got uh, access to Dallas now as well. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta yeah. Atlanta, uh, Birmingham, you know, so they have some, some decent Nashville. If I didn't say Nashville already, they've got some decent markets themselves, uh, but they, the, the SEC is their strength is on the field. <laughs> where 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 they get their their uh, yeah, they notoriety? Have the, they have the product. They have the product. They have the strongest you know? product, right? And that's just not going. And they get that locked down, and it's just not going to change anytime soon. So, and if you know, once the ACC, here's the thing: that the thing is, all the ACC schools. That's mm-hmm. that's where it becomes who's going to pillage them, or is the ACC? Do they have any chance to expand? And if they expand, what are they really trying to incorporate? Because they can't expand West. They're not going to get anything going it's West. Well, who are they, it's just who, nothing there. And it's nothing they, who, there who anymore. Can they go after now? That's what I'm saying. That that's can't go after nobody. Florida State wants out anyway. Well, they'd have to go up north, northeast, and it just those markets just aren't as strong. Yeah. You know, you, you're talking what you, Connecticut. You know, uh, Massachusetts. Derek, you know, maybe you try to. You know, they already, they already have Boston because they got. You know, they've got, they've got yeah, some Boston decent College, markets. Yeah. Yeah, Boston College. You know, they have access. Shoot, the Big to, Ten took some of their teams already in the past. Well, it took Maryland, so they took, took Maryland. Took, took, took the DC. Took their, well, took their biggest. East. That's their Rutgers biggest market. That was their biggest market. It's DC. Yeah. Right. So I mean, so I I don't really see what is out there that's east them to 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 annex to add on um but that grant of rights which i think it ends in either 2035 or 2036 that is the one thing that's kept acc from being pillaged because and then i I think we've talked about it before any of those teams or schools leave they can leave at any time but their immediate rights i think it's a third yeah no, it's not even that. Their media rights doesn't matter. Their media rights stay until twenty thirty five or thirty six, whenever the contract's up. So that is, so you can go somewhere. Even if they even if they buy themselves, they your media rights stay. You can so, leave out the conference, but your media rights stay. So if Florida State goes to the Big Ten, all their home games would be on the ACC they, they package. That, is that what you're they, saying? I'm saying any monies. If you want to watch them, you, you got to talk to the ACC about it and, and figure something out with them. Huh. And ACC is, you know, it's like it's it's that's why it's like a fate complete. It's like it doesn't make because it's, it's not just Florida State that's upset. Clemson's upset. Clemson wants to go. They're like, dude, we could be making more money if we were in the SEC. Florida State's like, we'd be making more money if we're in the SEC. 
But ACC is like, you can go, but your media rights stay here. So I don't know how much money you really think you're going to make because you're you're not going to be attractive to these other conferences because you're not bringing anything media wise. You're bringing your competition. You're bringing you know your 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 good you know your good name, but you're not bringing your media rights. Well, even so, if they buy if they buy themselves out, they pay. I think it was, I think it's something thirty. Well, I heard like a hundred and I heard it. Well, they will have to pay upwards of like a hundred and thirty something billion. Oh wow. To completely clear they clear their way out, so that might be the media aspect of it. They may have to pay like a hundred plus million to Nobody's get out. Nobody's trying to do that. Nobody's trying to do that. No. Nah, so nah. I, now each year, as it gets closer to twenty thirty five or thirty six, I can't remember which year it is. It make more. It may make more sense for them to that to do that because you know maybe they can recoup that back. But the media rights, the grant of rights, is 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 a, is a big thing. With with the ACC, and that's why they haven't been pillaged. And you know, Notre Dame is a little different because, as you mentioned, um, all the other sports are part of the ACC, but the, the football part is still making its money from NBC. But that ends at the end of next year, so we'll see what happens then. And I don't know how much Notre Dame is, you know, I don't know how much their media rights per se are tied to the ACC. I don't know how much if they're, like, if they're considered be. a full member. Right. I don't know if they're considered Can a full be. member. If, because if, the, if the biggest NBC. impact is football and they don't have that, it's no way that other stuff is important. Well, right. they don't have they don't have the home games. They do still play an ACC schedule outside of outside of their home games, though. Well, it's not so much ACC the, schedule. Right. It's not so much the schedule we're talking about. It's you know, no, so I'm saying though, so those yeah. so those rights would would stay with the ACC. You're saying, I, I'm saying I don't know how much of their media rights are tied to the ACC. I don't know. I don't know to what specificity they're tied. They're intertwined. Because we, remember, we're thinking just we're talking just football right now. But well, keep in mind this, all of their sports, basketball, well, mind, right? But when we watch Notre Dame football games. They're, they're playing ACC teams on NBC. Right. Yeah, so the media rights aren't exclusive to the ACC is what I'm saying. So when this contract is over, I don't know to what degree that ends everything with how how much that gives Notre Dame a, a clean slate to start over making negotiations with somebody else. Because if it does, like I said before, I, I would be inclined to think that Notre Dame might look at the Big Ten and go, we're going to make more money with the Big Ten than we can by ourselves. Because keep in mind, for example, Oregon and Washington. And these guys have been members in the Pac-12 since 1915, okay? <laughs> and these guys, once USC and UCLA left, they were the big boys in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 wanted to try and do anything to maintain itself or to annex any other schools. It was incumbent upon Oregon and Washington staying. And and making it so that they would want to stay, and that's the, getting any kind of you know digital streaming rights, any kind of media rights package together. And they knew all this going into their meetings. You know the Pac-12, uh, you know the meetings they just had recently. All they knew all this, right? And they still couldn't do it. <laughs> and because well, here's the thing, because here's the thing: U.S. Washington and and, and uh, Oregon, there's there even. Even by not being full members, they're not full members of the Big Ten just yet, even though they're agreed to and the Big Ten is going to take them and they're leaving. They're not going to be considered. They can't be full members for like another six or seven years, but they're still going to make more money by being partial members of the Big Ten than they would with any kind of package the Pac-12 came up with. And I'm saying it to say, 
Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, I'm just saying. I'm saying that to say that if Oregon and Washington, and they're going to be making close to around $30 million or so a year going forward, and, and it'll probably increase as things go forward until they become full members when they can make more money. Imagine if you're Notre Dame or you're Stanford and you're hearing that, that it's partial members you're making this amount. And Notre Dame's contract's ending now. I, I can't imagine, I don't know what kind of monies NBC would offer Notre Dame so they would maintain their exclusivity on, on NBC. I don't know. I don't know that it can match what the Big Ten is going to be able to do for a lot of these teams because I think it's going to be upwards of like eighty to ninety million per institution. Wow. That is crazy, bro. And I, I don't. I don't know that insane. NBC is going to. Be able to yes, yeah, so about so, so much for amateur sports, right? So this is the kind of money we're talking about. And the SEC is like right behind. I think their members are getting around sixty million or so a year going forward. You know, so it's so, it's a whole new thing, man. So these networks are throwing all this money. But they're still laying off all these people. I, I digress. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Where the Pac-12 messed up, and when this when this came out, I, I knew that uh, that somebody was going to jump. They had made made a new deal with uh, uh, a possible deal with Apple TV, mm-hmm. right? Where um, Apple TV would stream all their games, all the Pac-12's games but they hadn't figured out what that number would be. And they would have to wait until they get the subscribers to come in yeah, in order to just... find out what that number is. Oh, that's wow. not, yeah. Come not on, gonna work. man. That, yeah. <laughs> I, as, soon, work. as soon as, as soon as Oregon and, uh, and Washington, Washington found that out, they, yeah, yeah. It was, we got to oh. go. Oh. Cause, cause we get, we can make going forward. We know even as partial numbers, we're making close to 30 million starting yeah. out. And it's just that you, 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 you know, if you're not even coming close to that, you're, you're talking about you and sure, it's just not going to happen. Because if you look at now with with the Big Ten, you're talking, you got markets in with the with the inclusion of the West Coast teams. You're talking Seattle, Portland, L.A., Chicago, New York, D.C., Philadelphia. I mean, come on, man, that, right. it's hard to compete with that. And if you look at, uh, I mean, even like with the with the SEC, like I said, we mentioned some of those some of those programs and what they're getting uh, in the markets that they're in. It's 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 going to be tough to compete with that, man. It's going to be check, tough check to compete. With I'm that. looking. I'm looking at uh, at television the the rankings of television markets. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten has a number one market, New York. Number two, L.A. Number three, Chicago. Number four, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Number eight, Washington D.C. Uh, I don't know where Portland and Seattle rank, but I think Seattle they've got, might hold be. Hold on, hold on. Number number twelve, Seattle. Okay, I thought they're going to be top twenty-five. Uh, uh, Detroit fourteen, Minnesota, Detroit, Minneapolis. Detroit is Detroit is fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Minnesota. Minneapolis fifteen. Wow. Minneapolis is fifteen. Yeah, I would have thought Minneapolis was. was uh, lower Cleveland than that. nineteen. Uh, Cincinnati twenty-two. You do got Ohio. They got just about every major market. Yeah, so then the that's, only one they don't have. That's where that oh, money's coming in. Uh, what the SEC? What well, SEC's got Dallas. They got access to Dallas. They got access. They got Dallas number five. They got Atlanta number six. Atlanta, Birmingham. They got Houston seven. Do they have Houston? 
Houston is well, Big Twelve because because but, Texas, but, but because, because the University because they have of Texas, Texas. Yeah, okay, they, they would get that more. They, okay. they would be in that market. Okay, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans. They've got New Orleans has got to be like eighteen. Or something. Uh, they've got Tampa, St. Pete, which is thirteen. Uh, Tampa, St. Pete is thirteen. It's thirteen. Yeah. Where's New Orleans? New Orleans got to be like is eighteen. 11? No, no. New Damn. Orleans actually isn't that big of a city, I don't think. New Orleans is 50. Damn. Is it really? Yeah. Is, yeah. So Baton Rouge is probably ahead of New Orleans, ain't it? Uh, Baton, <laughs> you no, would I almost think so. No. no, they can't be. Baton Rouge is smaller than New Orleans. Uh, Baton Rouge, let me find that. Uh, I just thought New Orleans would have, would have, would have, especially with a professional, profe- two professional teams. I just thought they would have had more, more sway. Because Detroit, home. look, I've been to Detroit. Detroit, right? Between Detroit, and New Orleans, I like New Orleans vibe a little bit. <laughs> Detroit vibe is a city. Baton Rouge. I don't see Baton Rouge on here. When we were talking about Oakland earlier, that was the first thing I thought about they're gonna be like Detroit soon. But Detroit just still got professional teams. But Detroit's actually picked up the last last fifteen twenty years. From what it looked like in the early two thousands to what it looks like now, I'm sorry. Baton Rouge is ninety five. Yeah, yeah, ninety five. Tough. Well, but still, I mean that that's a pretty. I mean they got a, they got a couple top ten markets. The SEC. I mean, but like you said, right. it's it's all about the product with them. It's not, yeah, they, right. they, they got the top product. Yeah, right. It's about the product with them. And with the Big Twelve, because here's the thing: the Pac twelve messed, but they passed up a lot of a lot of ways. But they should never have let the Big Twelve do what the Big Twelve did. And Big Twelve was like, "Look, we got to act." Because Big Twelve was like nine teams for a while. Like you know, Colorado left. You know, what I'm saying Nebraska left. It's like, whoa, like what's going on here? And like you got West Virginia, okay, it doesn't make much sense. I don't know about Morgantown, okay. Missouri left. It's like, man, dude, what's going on? A and M left. It's like, dude, they're all losing stuff, whoa. right? And they turn around. They turned it around and realized. They said, "This is who we are." We, we're not going. We are not the SEC. We're not the SEC. We're not the Big Ten. But we do have two, some of the premier basketball teams in our mm-hmm. conference. Let's focus, and we will be the best basket. We'll be the best basketball conference we can be. But in the process, let's try to increase some of our market of uh, viability. And going, getting to going and getting BYU gave you that Salt Lake City market. Okay, may not be huge, but it's still somewhat significant. Twenty nine. Getting you see. Hey, you're getting used. It's better than New Orleans. You're getting UCF, so you're getting the Orlando. You're getting the Orlando market, and you're getting you're getting a foot on the Florida. You you brought in Houston, which was huge. Was very smart. One of the best basketball best basketball teams the last three four years. Top yeah. ten team, top yeah. five team. You get the Houston market, and you then get you get Arizona Cincinnati and market, Arizona State. Bad. Now, right now, you're in position to Coke petition, it. and you get to, you get Denver because you get the Colorado market because you get mm-hmm. Colorado. Now you get the Denver market. And now you get Phoenix market with Arizona, and then you bring in Utah. So you solidify your salt base market right there, Salt Lake City based market. And and now you're more viable. And as a football, you're not bad as a football conference. You're still legit. And getting Utah and Arizona State probably helps your football. And with Dion, who knows how Colorado is going to flesh out? You know, you're looking, and then Cincinnati, they're not going to be the same, but. You know, you're at least competitive football wise. You don't have the same cachet, but you're not a also ran. You're not with the Pac 12 starting team. But as a basketball conference, you're the shit. And the Pac 12 just watched it all happen. Dude, the, the Pac 12 had opportunity at one point to get Texas, and they, they they didn't follow through on it, dude. They didn't follow through on it, and they, they're ruining the day right now. Well, here's I got to watching uh, 
I got to watching a little bit of Paul Feinbaum on uh on Friday when all this stuff was going down. And you know, I, I got to hear, hey Paul. What's going on, Paul? <laughs> I, I love that because right. that's how that's how everybody talks on that. So anyway, anyway. Uh yes. Paul Feinbaum brought up that uh, a couple years ago, the Big 12 actually approached the Pac 12 about a merger. Mm. And yeah. and at the time. The Pac-12 said, nah, "Nah, we we don't need you. Mm. We don't need wow. to go go away." I'm just just went in there like, <laughs> and I like guess the gentrify is doing the hood. Yeah, and I guess a year, man, that's that's yeah, that's spot on. And I guess about a year ago, the Pac-12 came back to the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve was like, "Yeah, nah, we're <laughs> we figured it out. We're we're stronger now. We don't need you." And and. Man, so just imagine how they had they done that merger. If, if they had done it, you'd have two of the largest, the two largest states in the union would have been a part of the same conference in California yeah. and Texas. Yeah. And you just you just let that, you know, the red state and the blue state just couldn't get it together. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a purple conference, but no, no, you know, just just couldn't work together. Couldn't do the bipartisan thing. But it's gonna it's gonna make I I think um you know, it sucks that we're going to lose uh, some traditions and, you know. But... Are we? Really? Well, the Rose Bowl? That's what you're talking about? Because a lot of these teams but all that stuff are, are paired is, off. The 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 playoff have kind of killed all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. You're, not, you're losing. Well, what you're tra- losing. What traditions are you talking about? I'm sorry. What traditions are we losing that you're talking about? Maybe maybe I need to understand what traditions you're referring to. The Rose Bowl is about the only thing I can see that that won't be well, the same. Well, indiv- just individual individual schools are going are going to lose uh, rivalries. Are they? they? Unless they schedule non conference, which by the way, with the Big Ten at 18 going on 20 teams, it's not will they happen. will they even have a non conference schedule? Yes. Will, could they could they go to 10, 10 conference you probably, games? You have. You, you probably won't play somebody in conference. You definitely won't. You're just gonna you're gonna have nine conference games. Here's the thing, because the big no, team I'm is saying, mad. but with but with more, you could you could go up to ten. I understand what you're saying, and I'm saying they're not going to do that because they're too powerful and they want to make the playoffs. You want to get as many teams as you can from your conference in the playoffs, so you don't want too many losses on too many of your teams. They they right now the Big Ten is a little upset with the SEC because SEC is like nah we're gonna stay at eight conference games we're, we're not gonna go to nine and the Big Ten is playing like nine conference games which means you have a, more of a chance to play a tough team to trip up even though you no longer have divisions you're playing you know some kind of like round robinish kind of thing every other year but even with eighteen or twenty teams I see what it you're probably gonna do is is probably either stay at nine or maybe go to eight they'll probably stay at nine. Because that way you're playing eight teams, and it's going to be. What? But you also, but but you got you got to make you know, compelling games for this TV contract that you got. That's why I say they may go to they may go to ten. Uh, so you can't you, you can't you're not play. you're not going to be able to go and and schedule one double A uh, school. There, there ain't no way in hell. I hear what you're saying, and I understand your point. I'm just saying there's no way. I believe there's no way in hell. If you're the Big Ten, you're going to go to ten games. If your competitor, the SEC, is not going to go to ten games, and at eight. if if they stay in at eight, or you might be able to talk to SEC into going to nine, but you're not going to go to ten, and they still be at eight, because they'll be like you. You'll be seeing like six SEC teams. Let's make <laughs> let's make let's make the bet right now. Okay, what's the bet? Make the, the, bet. the parameters. I think the parameters. they're going. They're they're going to ten. 
So ten conference games. They're going to yes. So when so when uh so next year in twenty twenty four twenty twenty four the you Big think Ten up at the, the ten Big conference games. They're going to go up to ten conference games. Absolutely. Okay, is this Portillo's again? Yeah, which I think okay. I do. I owe you something right now. Well, I say this. I'm a pain. I say this. They go to. <laughs> I don't even know what the bet was. Well, the thing is, they go to ten. You probably never see Ohio State, Michigan play those West Coast teams. Why not? You will, at some point. Will they? I mean, yes, a championship game. This goes, it's uh, no, 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 no. There's no more conference. There's no more divisions. There's no more divisions. Oh, they took away the bit. Okay, I didn't yeah, know. That. I didn't yeah. know. Okay, so, I didn't know. So, that. and so my thing is, all these networks, the Big Ten got NBC, they got CBS, they got Fox. Well, it's right? the stuff, you you sound like an old guy. It's the streaming ones that are really making things crazy too, because you know I got Peacock. Well, yeah, and Peacock. Yeah, well, that's that's a part of NBC. But what okay. I'm saying is, they they got to make a because they're you know these networks are shelling all this money out. They got to make some compelling matchups. And they can't, they can't, they can't depend on. Uh, well, I don't Michigan, think that's Michigan versus Western Michigan. Hold, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. I don't think that's. I don't y- think that's y- the case. Any given week, you're going to have a compelling game. Everybody doesn't have to play the same like bad teams I, the same week. Mm, dude, stop! You you got because you, 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 you got to make you gonna have to make up for that for that no, bad. You, you got to make up for that bad Purdue Indiana game that's going to be coming up. But you have 20, you'll have 18 teams, maybe 20. But let's say, let's deal with what we have. You have 18 teams. Right. If you're playing nine conference games with 18 teams, they're not going to be all playing the same non-conference schedule at the same time. And they're not going to be all playing the same bad teams at the same time. When Purdue is playing Indiana, I'm pretty sure Michigan State's playing Iowa. I'm pretty sure UCLA will be playing Seattle or be playing I'm, Oregon. I mean, what's saying, every, just, every week, every I'm week you're going to have numbers, a good team. Numbers wise, you're going you're going to have to, you know, bring so bring, what, bring the better teams. Bring these so what changes matchups. with the Big Ten? They play. They start their season with their non-con. It it it. it they it, will it, play what two they, two well, or three because they, they they have led the season with with conference match. I know right Northwestern right. Uh, opened with Nebraska. Right. Yeah, but they don't do like the SEC who have that like non-conference game like right before. the November. Yeah, the, yeah, the, you the know, November like non-conference. Yeah, you know, usually once no, they, they get rolling, they they in conference with the right. big team. So, right. I mean, and the teams like Ohio State, Michigan always played a big dog, especially Ohio State. They would always play a quote major team. In their non camp conference schedule, they, they they haven't they haven't shot away from it. Yeah, so I mean, but here's the thing: we we keep talking about Big Ten and SEC. Don't forget about the Big Twelve and the ACC. Those are still two power conferences, and if they're not playing ten conference games, they're like, cool, we get a chance to make it to the playoffs too. It's going to be twelve teams. Is that this year or next year when the when the when the playoffs next start? year? Next All right, year. So next year. So when twenty twenty four begins. The ACC is still going to be looking like, hey, Florida State's back in the mix. Clemson's still Clemson to some degree. And maybe North Carolina's that other team that you could say right off the bat, maybe three ACC teams you can see making into the playoffs. And then you go to the Big 12, and you're like, well, who are the big big teams in the Big 12? Um, Looking like it probably could be maybe Oklahoma State. You know, maybe, you know, I don't know. 
Utah, you know, Colorado, maybe Utah, maybe Arizona State, whatever. There's going to be at least maybe three teams out of there. And these are teams that are not playing 10-game schedules. The Big Ten is not going to be like, no, 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 you guys play your eight or nine conference games. We'll play 10 games to get an extra loss or two to make sure we don't have more of our teams in the playoffs. And SEC, we know how powerful you are. We know you're going to have at least four teams, probably six teams that are going to qualify. You know you guys do the same thing in Stanford. You're still out there, and because you're Stanford and you're playing whatever, whatever, you can be that one team that still has Pac-12 or whatever the case might be. I'm just saying, dude. There's no way the Big Ten next year well, is going to say is we're going to we're going we're going to go fall on our sword and be the noble conference and play ten conference games. Is it going to? It's going to. I don't think it's going to really matter because you're going to have three, four lost teams that make the playoffs. Are you? You guess. Are you four lost teams? Yeah, uh, I, I, it's possible. Uh, it's, it's possible, but it's also more. And then wait, possible wait, till they, wait till they go to sixteen. It's more possible. If you're playing 10 conference games, you're going to have an extra loss. If you're keeping it to eight or nine and your nine conference games are Western Michigan and and a Citadel and you're playing James Madison, you know, which aren't necessarily gimmies, but I'm just saying. James Madison played some good football now out of Virginia there. (laughs) But no, I I hear what you're saying. I I definitely hear what you're saying. I just I just think the networks are going to clamor for the for for more conference matchups. But I think with no with no divisions anymore, I think. You can you can structure it where why, you get yes. where you get those big games right within the nine games right. Why, why do we, why why do we have all these all these eighteen teams and we not playing each other? The, the I mean, but but you will the full allotment. That, that's but, what I'm saying. You have more teams, so you have more games you, to pull from. Yeah, you you will st- I think I think it within nine games you can still structure it where Ohio State right. plays USC. Ohio State plays Oregon. Ohio State still plays Big uh, Penn State. Still yes. going to play Michigan. You know, Ohio State plays. You get you got to get them a gimme. Rutgers, maybe uh, you know, but but you can still structure it within the nine conference games where they play the big dogs. You're, you're going to probably have fourteen regular conference weeks. Uh, weeks of available for regular conference games throughout college football. Fourteen, at least fourteen weeks if not maybe 15, but I think it's about 14 because you're basically saying uh, all of September, all of October, so that's eight games, half of November or third of November, so that's another three, that's 11, and maybe, you know, two weeks in August or whatever. So yeah, about 13, 14 regular 14 weeks. weeks yeah. Yeah. About 14 weeks. If you got 18 teams that are playing nine games, conference games, that's 18 times nine opportunities you have to pick a game for 14 weeks for your conference that's what 160 yeah. 162 it's, games i'm just telling you what the it'll be it'll be a the, it'll be a marquee it'll be a marquee game every I, week I, i'm well, just yes. telling you what the what the aspiring television executive in me would, <laughs> would want to see i i but, agree and, and as your marketing guy i'm telling you like as i got you covered bro <laughs> <laughs> this is not a problem because week one i'm giving and this is here's the thing because you figure they still got the contracts with ABC slash ESPN, the Big Ten we're talking here, or the Big Conference we're talking here, to where, you know, they're not going to give up Ohio State and Michigan. Okay? No, it's ABC is gone. Completely? Yeah. Uh, all Big Ten is Fox, NBC, CBS. Okay, so, Fox. Okay, okay. So let's say Fox and CBS 
ABC maybe, ABC has the has the SEC now. Okay, so maybe maybe Fox and and, and CBS get the and Fox will probably get the Michigan Ohio State game yeah. or whatever. I'm yeah. here, here's what I say. Let me hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. So Peacock is like, okay, we gotta get the third best matchup for our for our Saturday night game. Okay, because that's what Peacock has: the Saturday night college football Big Ten style, right? So let's say week one, it's UCLA is playing Michigan State. Uh-huh. And and then let's say Penn State is playing USC. So those two games are probably going to be on Fox and CBS. The third game is probably like um, Ohio State is playing Iowa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like that's still a good game. That's, that's, it is. It is. And, I'm, I'm saying, saying. That each week, each week you'll have at least three to four key strong good matchups because Minnesota is still going to be competitive. Uh, Iowa's still going to be competitive. Wisconsin's still yeah, going to be competitive. Not national, not national brands though. So I'm, so I'm saying they're not going, they're yeah, not well, going. CBS, CBS with their, with their, their three thirty Eastern time slot is not going to want Minnesota Northwestern. I understand that. No one. That, that's the Big Ten Network. Purdue, that's, Indiana. That, yeah, that those games are the Big Ten Network. Uh, I'm I'm just saying if if but, it, but, it all but it don't have to out. be a mark but it don't have to be a marquee matchup either though. I mean we've we've seen Alabama playing uh Mississippi, uh, Ole, Miss. Miss, Ole Miss, uh or uh, that's that's a premier like, game. Well, dude, so is so is. Uh, but I'm saying that's not a you, so, is Oregon, no, you, so is Oregon playing Washington. When when <laughs> was when was the last time we saw uh? Vandy, uh, but you keep talking about none of those games would never be on the show wait, anyway. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a bad SEC team. Like I can't, nah, you, but but that doesn't go see that. That's, but that's you, not proving but you, point. But you, but you will see. You could, you will see a Georgia, South Carolina on a yes. And South Carolina's been bad. But you'll see Georgia, South Carolina on, on CBS. You'll see Tennessee, Georgia, so. when you know Georgia's going to win that game. <laughs> okay. But that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a national rivalry though. That's not a national. It rivalry. is. Everybody it is knows not Tennessee, a Georgia. Rivalry. That's not yeah, a national but, rivalry, bro. To, to your Sorry. point, is yes, I'm a Tennessee guy. It's yes, not a national we're not going to see. We're not going to see Illinois. You and Illinois, Indiana on those but, type. No, but you, we're not. You're not, you're yeah, not yeah, seeing you that. Might. But you don't. But no, you don't you see won't. those. No, you won't see those. Man. You might. Do you realize we just you might see USC Illinois? Watch USC pound on them. We just got US like or not we, but the Big Ten, this region just got USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. All four of those schools have an opportunity to be in a I, playoff I, next year. I agree with you. And they'll be playing teams like Penn State's still good, Michigan, I Ohio agree. State, Iowa, I agree, Wisconsin. You so both teams don't have to be the national team is is, is kind of a point because when you like yeah, like like Brandon just said you had Georgia South Carolina Georgia is the is the draw not necessarily South Carolina but it's still going to be a good game because South Carolina is still competitive if you've got Oregon and who's a brand they are a brand they are, I kid you yes, not if yes. Oregon is playing Illinois and Illinois is the, the Illinois that we know now that, that it's a competitive team that still that will still play on on, on Peacock Sunday on Saturday night. I'm still gonna watch that game. Illinois Big Ten was prime time last year. I think it's kind of it's kind of what I'm. Uh, no, no, they were moving up the charts. They, they were getting there. But I'm saying, wasn't 
wasn't on primetime? I'm saying wasn't that in the primetime slot? They well had they had a uh, Illinois had a couple of ABC games. They had a couple of ABC Illinois, games. Illinois, Michigan, I think was a, yeah. was a big one. But yeah. that was late because Illinois was actually ranked. So yeah. I'm just saying, you you there are four more teams. They didn't just they didn't bring in like Oregon State and Washington State. <laughs> they brought in Oregon and Washington. They didn't bring in Cal and Arizona State. They brought in no, USC they 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 they, they they brought in home run hitters. I I I, I agree with you. I'm yeah. just saying that the that the execs, the network execs, are going to fight. Well, yeah, to, and to have should. more conference games. That's all. I'm oh saying. no, they're not going to fight to have more conference games. What, I mean, what? they they may, they may fight. They may fight, but the, the the conference is like, look, we to, to, for our brand to still be competitive and maybe to compete against the SEC. It, it is cutting our nose off despite our face if we take on an additional conference game and they're not because the the big 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 money later on especially for the conference as far as they're concerned is making that playoffs that's when you start getting into the close to the billions right you know what I'm saying and it's like dude like uh you 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 can live with Oregon playing and here's the thing they're not conference games you can still have Oregon and Oregon State play. That's still a, a big-time rivalry. That's a civil war. That's a rivalry yeah, yeah. that has a name. You can still have Washington play Washington State. You can still have uh, uh, USC playing Stanford, and that's still going to draw. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, here's my question with realignment. Now that the Big Ten has expanded so much and added two more West Coast teams, might it behoove them to go back to having divisions just in terms of travel and not just – you know, with the football teams, because football is just once a week, but with all the other uh, conference, uh, all other uh, sports, collegiately speaking, basketball, where you're playing two, three times, maybe a week, you know, softball, baseball, so on and so forth. Easier because they, you'd have for three, three days. Okay. Well, baseball, but then again, now that in the Big Ten, they're playing a lot more cold weather teams. You know, that is the. How is that that going to work? Now, that's that's what I've wondered. That's kind of. that kind of only, with the alignment, that only affects the L.A. schools, though. I mean, Washington and Oregon is in cold weather states also. That's true. And I don't know if they have indoor domes or not when they play. Yeah. But they're, so, they're, so that only affects the L.A. schools, which you deal with. with but I well, mean with travels. But I'm, I'm more so concerned about but travel. The travel. Yeah. You travel know, stuff is going to be big. Right. Because they're not professionals. They're still students quote unquote, still students and there's still, you know, there's still a whole lot of liability with the flying and there's still people's kids, <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not on their own kind of deal. Um, so I don't know, does it behoove the Big Ten or the Big Conference, however you want to call it, to go back to being, having divisions so the travel is less impactful? Uh, I, they, may, they may go back to it in, in the other sports though. Well, they can't. They can't do it after after the uh, the confusing uh, dissertation they gave us on the on the on the schedule that was, you know, coming out previous to this. So I don't know if can they go back to the drawing board now. Well, I'm saying I, I can I can see them not having divisions for football, but having divisions for everything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we uh, as we stated already, football does what the hell football wants to. <laughs> That's true. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not not as not as many games. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this: with all this, and we've been going back and forth for a while now with this. 
I, I think we sound excited about oh, I'm, I the prospects of oh, this going forward. I, I, I just am. can't wait until EA Sports College Football drops in <laughs> July of 24. That's what I'm waiting on. But you know what's funny is we were doing this yeah, back in 2014. Yeah. You know, we, oh. we, had moved, we, had moved, we had moved teams around, uh, Brandon, and we had to, we played SEC, but we had like USC was in the SEC. We had Oklahoma in the <laughs> CC. That's the you know, first. That's the first wanted. thing I thought of when uh, when all this started happening. I was like, "Man, this is just like the video game, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> just crazy conferences." <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun, no doubt about it. Hey, let's move on to the Bears real quick. Uh, they have started training camp. We are in football season. The Hall of Fame game uh, was just played this past Thursday. So what? three seasons. Football's been here. played. Woo. Passes were thrown. People were tackled. They were. <laughs> they were. Um, Let's start off. Obviously, the big thing is the development of of of, of Justin Fields. Who's he now? Remind now, me who this. He's number one. If he's you, a first round draft pick. Right. He was a first round draft pick. That's right. That's right. This year, they say he's going to be pretty good. We don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but no. But it's his development um, with DJ Moore. You know, because that's been that's been the talk of training camp. What I haven't understood is. You get all these conflicting reports. Are they know. conflicting? It's been magical one day, and then the defense yeah. wins the day. Yeah, that's not conflicting. That's just reporting, right? I mean, you're just reporting what you see. I mean, one day is different from one. But to they, next, but they've right? mostly been reporting during, uh, during practices when 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 the the team is wearing helmets and shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't we mean know, much. We we know Les hates that. Doesn't mean much, man. I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him on that. Yeah, I just, I just get tired of you know, and it, and you know, uh, the fans that don't know just get wrapped up into this, mm-hmm. and it's like everybody relax, relax. Let's wait until the the the, the finished product is on the field on September twelfth, whatever, whatever the date is, um, that we say, that we play Green Bay. I say wait till October. Well, I'm just saying regular, regular. No, nah, I get you, I get you. But even then, I'm like, like we won the first game last year. Yeah. Who who's gonna believe that that Frisco with the and third we went our first two? No, we lost the second one. They yeah. they started two and one though, right? We started two and one for sure. Um, I can't remember the second. We beat game, Texans. We beat the Texans the third the game. Third game, yeah. right? Yeah. So we lost. Right. So, so, so we're two and one, <laughs> you know, Seattle start. I mean, uh, San Francisco started 0 and two, I believe, you know, mm-hmm. and you got your third string quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant. The last pick of the draft and goes on and leads his team to the NFC championship game. So, yeah. you know, in the year before that, you know, we, we fight hard against, you know, the Rams lose on the road, understandable. And then we beat the Bengals, make Joe Burrow throw four picks both those teams are playing in the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, and, and we're looking at a, you know, a high pick. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I wait till October, really. That, that, that to me, that let you, you get you three, get you three weeks to understand what your team looks like and then going forward. But I'm, I'm sorry, as I, I apologize, I, I cut in, you, you were saying, relax, you're telling, relax. telling all, all of you. In my, in my, in my best Aaron Rodgers impersonation, just <laughs> relax people. Relax yeah. reporters. Bloggers, podcast hosts, <laughs> blacks. Uh, Bear signed Yannick Ngakwe uh, on him. Thursday night. 
Um, he's a pass rusher. Uh, he's eight sacks the last four seasons. My question, though, is how hasn't he gotten wrapped up with somebody? Because he wanted a multi-year contract deal, and that's what he was holding out for. Um, and I think he, he wasn't getting that because I think that's specifically what he is. He has been noted that he's not very good against the run. Mm-hmm. Although someone can argue tack for losses is actually being good against the run, catching them before they go somewhere. Uh, but I think he becomes a bit of a liability on the edge in terms of not being able to hold the point of attack there. And, you know, a team can run at him or you're paying for a high price guy that just comes in on third down for the amount of money he was asking for. So I, so I think that that was a bit of a sticking point because he did not get a multi-year deal with the bears bears, you know, they, they gave him one year. Yeah. In one, one year. Deal. And from what I was reading earlier, you know, his market value was around 14 mil a year and the bears got him for 10 and a half. Mm. Um, so um, I think the bears are having him come in, you know, to be specifically that third down guy, you know, I'm not certain how much on first through first and second he'll play. We'll see. Um, but he's, he's Mark Anderson. He could be, he's going to be a high price Mark Anderson. But I mean, if, if we have a situation where we have opportunities to maybe win a game, and we need to stop a last drive or close out a game, he can be a pass rushing closer for us. And we haven't had that. Um, and I'm not big on sacks per se, but I am big on sacks at the right time. Mm-hmm. I'm in big at sacks at the end of the game. You look at Aaron Donald, the Rams don't win that Super Bowl if Aaron Donald isn't who Aaron yeah, Donald was. Yeah, that, that, you know? that last drive. Right. And that's where, you know, that's where you see, you see the significance of it making a difference. It's not so much the sack in the first quarter that did something. It's that sack at the end of the game or that sack on their final drive when they need to score whatever. And you're able to, you know, diffuse that with, you know, a sack of some sorts. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think it's significant there, but I think it's smart too, because next year, you know, you're, 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 he's not going to hurt your cap at all. And so if you want to sign, if another pass rusher, who's a little bit younger or a little more complete of an edge rusher becomes available. You know, maybe you sign that guy. Uh, There may be some guys that may be available, uh, but you still have an opportunity to draft an edge rusher too. And um, so I think we're looking more toward having that be the person who we invest or the bears invest in more, you know, someone that you, you draft because then he's not, he's going to be cost effective to begin with, you know what I'm saying? And so you're saving money there too. So I think it was smart not to give him a multi-year deal. I was kind of thinking that Justin Houston would be that guy kind of for the, the same reason to some extent. Um, and he knows Iberflus' system because he played under Iberflus with the Colts for a couple of years. And he also probably familiar with Poles or Poles is familiar with him to some extent because he was at KC around the same time Poles was there at KC doing his understudying as a uh, administrative person. Um but Houston signed with the Panthers, yeah. so I hope he doesn't help them too much because we need the Panthers. Yeah, we need them to finish dead last. Yeah, the, the problem is I, I, it's, that division is so bad. Well, it's bad, but it's competitively even, and that may not help us when it comes to the Panthers. Because think about it, the Panthers. I thought they were had like a horrible record. I, looked, I said, man, they were just like, I think what, eight and nine last year or seven and 10, something like that. They seven were and 10. seven, they and, were 10, seven and 10 because the Bucks yeah. was eight and nine. Right. Seven and 10. I'm like, it's, yeah. And eight and nine won a division. Won a division. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm like, they're right there. They were, if I remember correctly, they were there up until the end of the, like maybe the last two or three weeks, they were in the discussions. They had a chance to win that division. And so their defense was already pretty decent. 
um, offenses where their struggles are probably going to rear its head. But in that conference, or I'm saying not the conference, but in that division, it may not be as problematic because everyone else is kind of at the same point. Tampa Bay's got its issues potentially on offense. And the Saints look like they should be the best team, but no Kamara for the first three weeks because he's suspended. Uh, we got to see how Carr adjusts to this new team and they to him. Um, and then you're looking at Atlanta, and I, I think Atlanta has as good a shot as anybody with that division, even though they're real young in a lot of spots. They're young and talented, um, and no one's expecting much from them. So the Panthers, you know, if, if they're 8-9, 7-10, I mean, what does that get us? Top 15 pick maybe? Yeah. It's not top five. That's not top five. We, yeah. we need them to be like five and and twelve to, to to think that we're gonna get a top five pick, and even then that might be, you know, borderline. That should be top ten, but I don't know if it's necessarily top five. I don't know. So, um, yeah, uh, the bear signing in Gakwe and also Mercedes Lewis. I think. Uh, yeah. What's what's the what's the meaning behind that? I think that was a getsy thing. I think it's a getsy depth thing and yeah. a guy that uh, knows the system and helps with your blocking because Tanya is not going to be that guy that's blocking. Um, he can maybe get in the way, you know, but if you, if you, if you have a, a let's say you got a goal line package and you put Mercedes Lewis on one end blocking and you've got commit blocking and you put your, you know, whether it's Foreman or Roshan Johnson in the backfield, uh, maybe it's a bigger, bigger backs per se to get that, that, that push, you know, and maybe you got Claypool blocking it, maybe Equinemius, or maybe you got three tight ends in there. You know, that's your that's your 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 elephant package or your whatever you want to call it, your rhino package, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's why you get Mercedes Lewis because he's a hell of a blocker, and and you convince them that hey, you know, we can use you a little extra pay. We're not going to play you that much. <laughs> you know, so you're not going. You don't need to do this, this extenuating, uh, you know, practices here. You know, just come in and just, you know, this is all we're really asking for you to do, but you can still make some nice coin. All right. Sign me up. Yeah, I saw I, I saw that signing on the uh on the ESPN crawl on Friday, and I was mm-hmm. I was a little puzzled by that. Mm-hmm. Can't all have right. too many Green Bay players on your team, apparently. I guess. I'm not a big fan of that, you know. Unless they're in their prime. Like, you know, I would love to have a uh Devontae Adams, you know on my roster yeah but i mean the guys we have what we're using them for i, I don't see a problem with it <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> <laughs> you just being a, just being a bear fan just just being a baseball fan that's all that's all it is yeah. <laughs> that's all it is this defense does this um how much better is this defense now well you know what i i i, I think it gets us another win you know, if you were if you were like ah, I see six and uh, eleven or seven and ten, I think you can be like I can see nine and eight. You know, I can see nine and eight being more of a potential floor. And if you look at the schedule of who we're playing and the quarterbacks we're facing, nine and eight seems. And this is, of course, health staying you know relatively you know upright. Everyone being healthy enough to compete. It adds depth wise. I think it helps in that in that regard. It it kind of I heard someone say that it kind of helps similarly, like how DJ Moore kind of helps slot guys in a better spots. That Yannick kind of helps define people's roles. I don't know if he does that. I, I think the roles are pretty much already defined. Mm-hmm. I think it just gives you more confidence that we got at least a legit pass rusher. 
you know, somebody yeah. that might draw a double team, which could free up the other guy that needs to only be one single block or it may help someone in the middle, you know, be able to be single blocks. And maybe, you know, so you're getting pressure from the inside and outside kind of thing. I think it does that. I think it helps the the guys in coverage a little bit better. They don't have to cover as long because now you're getting more pressure. You're getting someone to put a little heat on the quarterback. I think it helps in a, in a, in a, in a cumulative effect, you know, a more wide spanning, you know, as opposed to just specifically getting a sack. I think it helps each level helps the linebackers in their coverage. It helps the secondary in their coverage. It helps uh, the guys who are on the front line be able to, you know, beat their man one-on-one more so, and maybe, maybe not face a double team, or it may help you defensively by you being the Bears defensively be able to option yourself to leverage a matchup that works for you as opposed to every matchup being one where you're either equal or or it's working against you, you know, because now you have to account for Ngakwe. So that that is a a, a a chess piece that someone has to account for that you can say Ngakwe can beat this guy. We, we're winning this battle, so they have to account for that. Right now, you can't say that on the front line. Like you're not saying that the Bears are winning any of those battles on the front line. You just you just not, you know. So so I think it does that. So yeah, I, I think overall it helps the defense, and anything that helps the defense invariably helps the offense because it it gets the offense on the field quicker and sooner. And any mistakes that the offense may may make, the defense may be able to help eradicate or at least, you know, clean up a little bit so it's not as uh, impactful a mistake as, you know, has it been in the past. I just, I think that secondary is is legit. Mm -hmm. The linebacker core is strong. Solid. Mm -hmm. Solid. If they can just just be a tad better than they were last season. I think they're a tad better already. This defense is gonna is is you know top fifteen. I don't know about a force, but yeah, yeah, they'll they'll be top half of the league, middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, I see twelve to fifteen should be because again, it, you know, everything is is crazy and it's cool and it's football. You know, so many things work hand in hand. Is the ebb and flow of this how this affects that, and when your defense is better, you know, or if I, I should say when your offense is better, the defense doesn't have to work as hard and that out there and that expose as much and not worn out as the season wears on. So a better offense helps your defense last longer. A better defense helps get your offense more opportunities to get the defense more opportunities to rest. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like they kind of work hand in hand in a kind of way. And that Ngakwe signing uh, is, is essential, I think, toward helping the offense and I, just as much as DJ Moore is essential in helping us be able to move the sticks and have an offense that can attack via the air. We know we can attack on a run. You know, we led the league in rushing yeah. last year, and we are the worst record in the NFL. And we had over 3,100 yards or over 3,000 yards rushing as a team. So, uh, And we got additional running backs to make us even stronger. And, and the line should be better at, line, at blocking. So so right then and there, you, you see where there's been an upgrade at somewhere where we already didn't have necessarily a weakness in terms of the running game. And, and this head, this coaching staff, to me, has shown that they're going to do things without overexposing themselves and putting themselves at risk. It's, it's, I won't say it's conservative, but it's not one that's, you know, it's not San Diego, where, or not San Diego, it's not Los Angeles Chargers where, you know, fourth and five, fourth and seven, we're going forward in a playoff game or whatever, you know, not taking unnecessary risks. 
So we yeah, are man. Saturday, the first uh, first rehearsal at Soldier mm-hmm. Field against Tennessee Titans. So uh, football will be here before you know it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Come on, really? Mm-hmm. What are we expecting to see the first week, man? Football. Just some guys running around. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. But as, as Bear fans, what's what's well, going to no, make I don't, you feel No expectation. No expectations. I don't want the first team out there longer than two series. Okay. So so how long do you want? So is it the third game now, which is the final dress rehearsal? I think it's the, I think it's the second game. Really? That's going to be the one? Because the third game, the third game is the week before the season starts. Right. But don't you so, want to be – I mean, how how tuned are you second second week second game? Are you not that tuned up second game? No. Can, but... can you play a quarter? Can 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 the first stringers on the third game please play a quarter? Bless you. Play a quarter. Is that legit? Bless you. Uh, in the first game? No, no, no. Third game. Third game. Just play one quarter. A full quarter. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, I saw him. I'm not saying play the whole game or three quarters. Maybe a, a half. Quarter. Remember, they used know. to be it used to be the third game. You, you play would a half. play the half and then right. into the third quarter. I don't need. I right. don't think I need I, to see that. I don't need to see that. Just give me a a full quarter. And if you're on your last drive, you know, as, as the quarter ends, going to the second quarter, just finish up that last drive, offensively or defensively. I think that would make me feel, or I can make an assessment like I. I think we. We got something here, or all right, we need a lot more work before, before the season began. Yeah, only goal is to make sure that number one is on the field on September 10th against Green Bay. That that's it. That's goal one. There we go. That's gonna do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Stitcher, did I say Stitcher? Yes, that's mm-hmm. Stitcher. Or wherever you find your favorite podcast. <laughs> I ran that right off the head. Uh, you can also catch uh, our other podcasts, the Father Good Podcast, uh, hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson, and the Super Duper Podcast, hosted by Rob Griggs. Uh, you can catch those at hp53productions.com. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please check us out. Hey. Like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We're just not Pac-12 wrong. (laughs) R.I.P. to the Pac-12. We will catch you before the start of uh, the NFL season. And we'll have some previews for predictions and all that. So so we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Take it easy. Can't wait for that. Peace.